Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans. Yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more info. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Ah, our friend Flip Orley is here. Look at this guy. Flip is home, the, the com, com, uh, comedy expert, the hypnotist, the uh, genius that is Flip Orley. Former, uh, he used to, all those boxes you got from Amazon, he was the one putting those together for a little while during the pandemic. I believe he worked at that cardboard box factory yeah. for a bit. You know, so, so I, I, uh, January 2020 was my last gig. Yeah. I was in, uh, I was in Birmingham, Alabama. And I had like the whole 2020 book. In fact, 2020 was looking like one of the better years for, you know. You were going to roll in money. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then like February 1st, everything canceled. Oh. Not, not in that day, but that's when everything started right. canceling. And, uh, and so I went, um, I went until from February 1st to September 1st Yeah, with no money. Zero dollars coming in. Well, for about two months, I finally – because when they started doing unemployment – I fell through a bunch of loopholes, so they uh, they said that I didn't qualify. How so? I don't know. I, <laughs> you didn't look into that? <laughs> I, no, I did look into it, but I didn't understand. I know how to get people to bark like a dog. I can't, right. I'm, I'm not, right. Just I'm not an accountant, man. <laughs> you can't hypnotize yourself into being better with numbers. It's just impossible. Well, I hypnotize myself to not worry as much about m- money. So, ah. Yeah, there's that. So How's that working? It didn't work at all. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I, as, I couldn't do that. I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> So uh, in in uh, June, I think in, in June, I qualified for unemployment, and then I got it for six weeks, and then they turned the spigot off. No kidding. Yeah. And you got – because you're just in some sort of weird little group. I guess. So in, in uh, September 1st, I, I actually I, – I took a job. Here's what I discovered. Okay. Uh, based on my personality as well as my my lifelong job vocation, I, I don't have the personality that's um, suited <laughs> – to corporate America. <laughs> and why do you say that? <laughs> I thought I was doing a lot of really ratcheting things back in editing, but clearly not in that world. <laughs> <laughs> so when you worked in the normal world of, of everyday Joe and not on the stages of comedy clubs, you found that this is something – you're intolerable as a coworker. Well, so, so – OK. So, so um, <laughs> I'm, I'm standing in a room with two women who work there, right? Uh-oh. And we're visiting. Right. And a third woman, a third woman walked in, and she was wearing some kind of costume, jewelry, necklace, whatever. Right. And so, so the first gal looked at the necklace woman, and, and she goes, "Oh, I like your necklace." And then the second gal goes, "That's a pretty necklace." Right. And not wanting to seem like a douchebag, I go, "I got to hand it to you. That's a lovely necklace." Yeah. And this girl went off. She's like, "You don't have the right to tell me I've got a lovely necklace." <laughs> they just hated you, though. She was looking for a reason to bark at you. I'm like, it's not like I said I wanted to give you a necklace from Bodily Fluids. I was just, I did explain myself. I want to get you a necklace just like that. Well, they yeah, better ones. Yeah. So you don't fit in. 
I didn't fit it at You're all. You're a misfit amongst us. I some guy came in. There was a meeting, and I uh, someone earlier that day had brought in donuts and trying mm-hmm. to be nice. I go, "Hey, would you like a donut?" And I got in trouble for that. What'd you do? I said, "Would you like a donut?" Oh, you said that. Yeah. Oh, that was a. What did you do that you don't know that made it so just innocuous? Conversation was offensive. <laughs> it wasn't fat shaming. It wasn't. Uh... You believe this. <laughs> Norley guy just asked me if I wanted a donut. What the hell hey, does that you mean? You look like you like donuts. Yeah. You want one? Are you sure you said nice necklace and not like uh, yeah, a great no, set of cans said, under that necklace? Yeah, no, I, I like the way it's grouped in your cleavage. No, I yeah. said, your degletage makes me hard. <laughs> I said, I actually, I used the word lovely. I said, that's, huh. a, that's a lovely. And she didn't like the advert? No, nah, she didn't like me. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. So you didn't think you made any friends at work? During your time from uh, from being like just an average guy, I met. Well, I mean, I think I met a couple friends. Most, you got promoted. Mostly met. I, oh, that's the funny thing. I was I was made yeah, the general manager. And, and oh, that's why they. Oh, well, geez, Luigi, you just hit a button and sunk the chair. That was weird. Just, I'm actually like stuck. I can't get my feet out. <laughs> You're jammed under the desk. He's taller than that. that. Okay, good. Now boost yourself back I, up there, I like a grown up for Christ's sake. I almost used words that you had to bleep. Well, well that's all right. But uh, so, and and uh, can you say what this le- that lever yeah, right there? Fixed, there yeah. you go. Can you right. say what job you had, or is it uh, you shouldn't? No, I'm not no. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, I won't ask you that. No, because you know, I mean, because of the people, I want I want the company to be successful, and there were some very nice people there, and you know, so but uh, oh, at, at, so at one point. Uh, at, at one point, I was asked to drive with another driver, uh, a 26-foot truck, just a box truck. So right. it wasn't like an 18-wheeler, um, to, uh, to another state. Right. And so, so I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm driving, I'm driving this truck with this guy, and, and we ended up uh, rolling the scales at a way station. And a big sign was like, you know, you need to come in. Right. So I parked the truck, and me and this other guy get out. And we walk in, and I'm uh, I'm like finger gunning the women, like I'm like I'm <laughs> Wait leather. Wait a minute, explain that better. Explain that better. Like, well, I'm like leather like Cascadero. Yeah, uh, like hey, ladies, what's going? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, like Yosemite Sam. Like, yeah. hey, what's going on? Right. And uh, and they're like, dude, what's up with your truck? And I go, well, what do you mean? They go, where's the DOT numbers? I go, do we need those? And they go, <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad employee. And they go, well, where where like where's your electronic log? You like? I go, what's that? And so, so we started talking, and I go, "Hey, it seems like we've got some fixing to do." <laughs> I go, "Do y'all have like a pen and paper? I'm going to take some notes." And so, so they, like they're firing off stuff for like 30 minutes worth right. of stuff that we're doing wrong. And uh, so I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that is amazing! Thank you so much for being helpful." I, it seems like you've stopped. Like, are we done? Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah." I go, "Hey, we'll see you on the way back." <laughs> and you finger gunned him on the way. Finger gunned him on the way up. So we get in the truck, and the guy that I'm with. Um, <laughs> When we when we got in the car, when we just shut the door, he literally goes, <sighs> he starts shaking. And I go, "What was that all about?" He goes, I, "I I can't believe we're not in jail." I go, "What?" He goes, "At the very least, they should have impounded the truck. They should have put us in jail, and there should be all kinds of fines." Really? I'm like, "Well, that's not serious." He goes, "It's damn serious." What was the finger gunning thing? I go, "Well, I thought it, I thought they were just helping. I didn't know." <laughs> What were you guys hearing? Oh, I took nothing. The smoking the bandit. You know, Jim Coors going across the county lines. What are you doing? There was so, an elephant in yeah, the back. Yeah, man. So, am I am I allowed to use the R word? Uh, Ringling Brothers or what? R word like R tarted? Yes. Call yeah. it R tarted just in case people okay. get mad at you. I say it all the time, but I think people know that I don't mean it. So so uh, <laughs> well, so do, now, but... now we're in the truck and we start taking off, and and he's like going through this list of things that should have been really big legal trouble. For us, and I go. Uh, I go. So, uh, like, how do you think we got away with it? And he goes, I. Uh, I think they thought you were artarded. <laughs> he goes, I, it I, felt I, bad for yeah, you. Yeah, he goes, I think they felt bad for you, and I think they were taking pity on me for taking the artarded kid on like a truck drive. <laughs> wow. And then, and so then you couldn't wait to get back to the comedy clubs now because oh it's like God. you have no business. I have no business. driving trucks around. I, no, they stopped at no. the next truck stop and they started arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah, of truck. course. <laughs> but I don't turn my hat backwards. Yeah, no, you got to so go forwards with yeah, that. So there's the guys. Bad. That's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Uh, flips at the Tempe Improv uh, all weekend long. If you want to go see them, oh, well, actually, no, that's no, not true. Tonight, tonight only. And well, then it's Saturday. Oh, September fourth. Yeah, I'm going to be back in September. I'm going to be September second and the fourth and fifth. Yeah, second, fourth, and fifth. So this is the primer. Uh, well, actually, t- did you have a second? So yeah. I, I was. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to continue to promote your. Well, nights, no. But. So I was going to do five Thursdays in a row because I was living here actually, yeah. and I was working at, at uh, something like an Amazon, 
And, um, and and so they go, do you want a week at the improv or do you want like five Thursdays? And I go, well, I'm here. I'll do the five Thursdays. That way we can sort of build sort of a word, sure. of, uh, a word of mouth following. And and then we signed uh, the deal. And then like the next week I was fired. From your regular job. Then you had to move away. So I, I moved back home to Louisiana. It's like, man, those five Thursdays are going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I ask why you were fired? Um, I, you know, <laughs> part, of, part of it had to do with like telling a, Woman, she had a lovely necklace. That is real. So that wasn't the only, re- but it was. There were like several that. women who were against the words yeah. you used towards them. There was one gal who was uh, who was upset about. <laughs> you, wait, you harassed a lot of women. I evidently am a harasser. I, <laughs> I didn't know it. You know, I'm mean, I'm the guy who's like oh for four on keeping the house, right? Yeah, you're five times married, four four houses out the door. Um, yeah, one one for five on keeping the house. Yeah. And, and so like I thought I was the abused, but clearly, clearly. But Has tell me your day the daily job you're. The requirements that you had when you're going in the last couple of weeks. Oh my! Well, so I because evidently I don't work and play well with others. Right. So I was uh, I was told to sit in my office. That's it. Yeah. So I, I got really good at solitaire. Close. Maybe that's good. No, people would go. People would How go, did like, you screw that job up? That's the GM. Know. Yeah. The general manager is not allowed to talk to the employees. I could do that for the rest of I my life. I was told not to talk to employees. I was told not to talk to customers. Your job was to show up. And when and you I, got fired. Whenever I wanted to. So, like, I would talk to this one guy. He's like, when you're showing up, I go, I don't know, 9.30, 10, 10.30, whatever. Like, I'm on the leper schedule, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would show up, and I would sit in the office, and then I would take, like, a two-hour lunch, and then I would go home at, like, 2. <laughs> and they let you go. It just wasn't enough. Hard to believe, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really tough to, to figure out. Well, and but you're better at what you do on stage. I love what I do. And, yeah. I miss, like, I knew I missed it. But, yeah. Um, so I, I, I've started doing shows again, and um, – I was just last weekend in uh, Arkansas, which uh, I had such a good time. Yeah. Like, I, I really – I knew I missed it. I knew I loved it. But to the degree that I loved it and missed it, I, I didn't know until I got yeah. back on stage. And you get people up there. And the, what people don't know, if they don't know Flip, is that he does uh, not only just the stand-up during the thing but hypnosis. And people from the audience get on stage. I've done it twice. And uh, the key to the deal is, for all you skeptics, it's uh, just you got to let go. That's the, it. The key to the whole thing is your inhibitions go away. When you're on stage, and I'm not, I'm like one that's like, he's not, I'm not under a spell. Dude. I'm not under a sort of thing. You can stop if you don't feel it. Like some people just go, ah, it didn't work. Right. And that's fine because their brains don't open up to the idea. But if you're open up to it, it is very strange how the power of suggestion in the, in the playroom uh, goes off and the people are Every hilarious. show is different. Every it show is, is different. A, it is amazing. Which makes it's you more amazing because you don't even know what your act's going to be no tonight. Idea Nothing. Happen. So, and it, it's a blast, especially in like a college town like Tempe. But getting back to the Tempe thing, I mean, I have to say they could not have been nicer. The improv people? Yeah. So, so um, I went back to Louisiana and I got a call from Tempe and they go, hey, we hear you're not in Arizona anymore. I go, no. They go, how are you going to do the five Thursdays? I go, well, I've committed to it and I'm going to yeah. do it. They go, let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and keep the first Thursday as sort of a primer and sort of get the word out, and then we'll have you come back and just do a week. And so it was really their idea to um, to reschedule. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I mean, we'll be helped. back in a few weeks again yeah. to do a full weekend, but tonight only. Tonight only at the Tempe Improv. If you want to go down there, and it is so worth your time. I mean, Flip, it's it's always funny. It's always great. Oh, thanks. But uh, and and I imagine that since your COVID experience, it's going to be even more. Uh, it's like even crazier now because you're so like. You kind of realized what you'd lost. Uh, you have, I mean, when I was going to say you have no idea, but I, it literally is like starting over. Yeah. And I mean that in a good way, like emotionally. Um, I don't want to fly anymore these days because – People. I, yes. <laughs> You're not good with them. I'm, evidently, I'm not good with – I'm good with people in one very specific arena and nowhere else. Um, yeah. so, so like even for this uh, – stupid. So I drove 1,400 miles. You drove here? Yeah, for one show for t- t- tonight. tonight. That's and then a gonna, terrible oh, financial decision. And then I'm going to drive home tomorrow. What are you doing? <laughs> that is stupid. Are you driving a truck full of nuclear goods still? Yeah. What should I do on this? This is the dumbest idea I've ever – Like you've done a lot of dumb things and come in and said I did another dumb thing. That's the dumbest. So You had no money. You yeah. had to work in a box cutting factory, yeah. driving uh, nuclear waste around the right. city, and, and skipping it. And then your first decision back: Well, I'm going to head back. 1,400 mile trip for one night. 2,800 uh, miles round trip for one show. This is zero dollars. No shows in between. Like, and you pick something up in Amarillo. Or or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I drove here. I'm doing a show. I'm driving home. <laughs> wow. I'm committed. That's, but that's, yeah. you should be. You should be. Yeah. So I'm driving through New Mexico. You know what's Ugh. really sad when you have to explain to people why why you think something's funny? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So I understand. That. So like the subject isn't funny. 
but the but the but the <laughs> radio th- be awful. But the radio thing was so they so I'm driving through New Mexico and the radio's on. They're like, hey, you know, it's August, it's still hot outside, and so you know, we want to remind you guys to remember, don't leave your kids in the back seat of the car, right? right? Which which is that's a very serious subject and Great it's horrible, advice. right? And they go, you know, one of the great ways uh, that you – one of the great things you can do to keep from uh, forgetting your kids is if you put something important in the back seat. <laughs> that was the way it's Like your cell phone or your briefcase. <laughs> Sounds like one of us were right in that spot. Yeah, Brett and I put that together oh, yeah. for sure. It's something that you want should be back there with it. Yeah. I'm like – Like a piece of bread that's or – hilarious. Uh, yeah, Brady always, has, Brady always has some famous Dave's next to Kirby yeah. in the back yeah. seat just in case. That she can't, that's hilarious. Hilarious! Yeah, that's a terrible ad. That's the worst piece. It's one ever. of the worst things I've ever heard. But like I said, that sustained me for almost a hundred miles. I, I, yeah. like I kept laughing. No, that's great. Yeah, I've but, heard. I've actually seen those those things where they say, "We well, always should put something back there with your kid that will make it so you remember." And I'm like, "Wow, if the kid's not enough, <laughs> the cell phone is more important than your child." I yeah. don't think you don't. You have one kid, right? I want he's sixteen. Oh, he and I are going into business together. Kind of a hobby of business. Mm, terrible decision too. We're breeding going ball into, pythons. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you go into business with a 16-year-old, what are you doing that for? They're I'm having, financing the gig. There's a python problem in Florida. Not ball pythons. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the kind of python. Hey, kids, you if you're doing? interested in a ball python, they'll be right in about two years. <laughs> How much is a ball python? You know, it's really interesting you ask. Like yeah, they they can range between like 50 to 75 bucks for a very, very common one to like $20,000. What makes the difference? Coloring. Um, the coloring. Is that right? Yeah. So one's just boring. Yeah, just the You won't believe ones. the colors that they come up with now. So you kind of lock out. It looks like they dye them? fake snakes. No Literally, they're They just come up with different. They're, uh, it's wild. They're see-through? Yeah, some of them. It looks like it, oh, it, it the way it reflects the light. In this business, it was this was clearly your son's idea. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I guess sixteen year olds think this is good. So no, so I went to uh, I, I, so I was I was uh, at the box store right for a while, and then I and then I got I got fired, and I went to uh, I went back home, and uh, my kids like Dad, you know what I like to do, and I'm like, what? He goes, uh, I, re- I really want to breed snakes, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in. <laughs> I need a fallback plan. I need a plan B. Let's do this. And it takes about a year for them to get going, and then another year to sell it. Well, what what happens is they need to be uh, the females need to be about fifteen hundred grams. I sound like a drug dealer. Yeah, you do. And uh, <laughs> and the males I'm a business plan. <laughs> and so that is about two two and a half years old, three years old, and then uh, so so we have we have uh, one two of them that are two years old, one that's three years old. How much and, were they? They range. Did, did you just burped. Me? Yeah, you just came, burped. Very yeah, comfortable. But, my, but I, I it was it an here. old man burp. I loved it here. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. That's what happened. All right. Um, so they ranged in price between five hundred dollars to twelve hundred dollars. So you got decent ones, not I those got, twenty thousand dollars. I, no, I, I got pretty. Yeah, you I got good, good ones. ones, but not crazy. So you're into this about five grand right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, maybe a little bit less. A little less than that. Yeah. All right. And you got two years of nurturing the sex. Between and they're snakes. free range. There's <laughs> no cage. Yeah. So, so we got four females, and now we're in the market for a male. We have a we have a, a female that's a fire. We want to get a male that's a fire. When they breed, they'll be super fires. Is that real? Yeah. That's that's, it sounds like you're like playing uh, that uh, fighting game, Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to work out. So, so this is how much things have changed. So I, I, I come here to work for the box store, right? And, yeah. then, and then I come home, and uh, and so I'm, I pick up my son from his mom's house, and I go, "We got to go by the UPS store." And he goes, "Why?" I go, "Some some lady. I hate using the word fan, but whatever. Some fan, right? Sent me a package, and um, and so I got to go pick it up. I go, "It's really interesting because she sent me a message. There's a few things in the package, and she was concerned because one of the things she said was a little inappropriate." What was it? Uh, so my oh, son, we're getting there. Okay. My, my, so my son goes, Dad, if it's a dildo, can I have it? <laughs> <laughs> he just likes cylindrical things. Your son's way into snakes and dildos. I kind of. So Great I, band I, name, though. Oh, snakes and dildos? Yeah, I think that would be an amazing would, metal I would, band. I would go see that metal band <laughs> like every day. So I go, I go like, I, I'm, I'm not going to say no, but before I say like yes or no, like, what do you want a dildo for? 
<laughs> and he goes, he goes. Oddly enough, he goes, me and my best friend, like just last week, we're tar- talking about building an RC car out of a dildo. And I go, you can absolutely have it. No. That is a terrible fatherly advice moment. This is not what, uh, this is not what TV taught you. <laughs> you never, when a kid says, Dad, can I have a dildo? The answer is no. In Every this, time. Well, it gets, so it gets worse. So I pick up the package and the inappropriate item was uh, silk boxers. So oh. literally as I'm taking things out of the package, my kid sees silk boxers like, oh. He's disappointed. <laughs> he's disappointed he didn't get yeah. a dildo. Because <laughs> Santa didn't bring him a dildo. So he's like, Dad, can I get a Spencer's with my buddy and buy a dildo? I go, I go, yes. <laughs> I go, would you like me to go with you? He goes, that would be a little weird. So he, <laughs> so he goes to Spencer's with his buddy and they're like looking at different dildos and he goes, he goes, we want the big one. So it's Spencer's not like a sex shop. So they, right. the biggest one they had was an eight inch one. <laughs> a so, big one. Well, for them. For me too. <laughs> so as, they're, as they go up to pay for it, this black woman walks by. She goes, mm, looks like you're getting the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in your world? Why does your son tell you that story? Because you're, I've insane. got pictures of the car. This is future oh, for Flip Two. He made if he, if oh. the Python biz, yeah. we might see a picture like that. Well, they're like forty feet long. Yeah, these those things. are the no, same. The, that's the same breed, but this is different. Yeah, but the ball, ball pythons, pythons get up to six, six to eight feet. Okay, well that's too much. Uh, just stick to the comedy. Just stay, stay <laughs> in the hypnosis world where you're, oh, uh, you've lost your mind. But uh, the, the sun thing. Uh, every time he's here, Brett, I have to like talk him out of something. <laughs> the best I, part was when you sat down. Uh, we talked to Flip, who's known to uh, have. Multiple relationships, yes. I guess. And you said, well, at least you got a lady out of your time here. And then uh, Flip goes, no, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a few. You told that one story here about uh, going to Mexico that you later felt bad about. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was Because she lives here. Yeah. And uh, would, you, uh, would you like to apologize it's, for that? No. Case? Okay. I'm just no, checking. I'm not going to. But it was a, it was it's a, a desert story. out yeah. there. Now, let me talk to you about this, Flip, because what is this? The dildo. They built it out of that. No. Okay. So they did. It's a rainbow dildo. <laughs> RC car. And what are they driving that into? Little tunnels around the it's house? So, no, it's so funny because it's got the suction cup on the back end. Mm-hmm. That's real. Yeah. yeah Brett likes it. Oh, I, I don't – like my life is, a, is an S show. Yeah. But I don't lie about stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why Flip is amazing is because you can sit – Look at that goes, baby. And it wrong. works. And it works. They, they backed it up into the refrigerator and then it got stuck on the suction cup. Okay. Wow. That's pretty great. Well, they – He's got some ingenuity in him, the kid. So, uh, so I said to my kid, I go, Here, here's the deal. The only oh. thing that you cannot – well, probably not the only thing, but one of the things you absolutely cannot do, neither one of you can get on all fours and have the driver right. like yell yeah. ramming speed. Right, right, right. <laughs> at least in front of dad. They're stuck. Are you at all concerned that they chose the rainbow one? It was the biggest one. Okay. Yeah. It, it was on, it's called That's Size great. Queen. <laughs> That's what they are. They, well, you know what? They, and they want to get a second one yeah. so they can have races. Hey, Brady, watch this. Hey, Flip, did you get vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so this is an interesting subject. So I'm not going to say the vaccine's a good idea or a bad idea. Okay. Right? Whatever. Right. Here's my concern, and, and anybody who has a problem with this, I don't understand. Okay. Okay. So so corona became a big deal, let's say January-ish, 2020. And then they started working on the vaccine February, March, April, something like that, 2020. So – it, they they developed it and started using it for emergency use in less than a year. Yes. Okay. My only concern is I don't think there's enough data. Sure. Uh, especially for long term effects. Like, do, is it good? Is it bad? Does it cause problems? Can it cause problems? So so, and I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to ask. Uh, not at all. So, um, because really, when you think about it, since it's uh, under emergency use. Yeah. It's basically, they're using humanity as the phase three trial. I'm fine with that. I'm not. No. no yeah. And I, again, I'm a live and let live kind of person. So sure. so I'm going to wait a little bit to find out what the data says. Right. But I'm not saying it's a bad idea. No. I'm just saying I, for I, me, I, I want to And that's what it. I think. I think everybody's got a valid argument on both sides. I think you're, you're absolutely right. And that's your choice to make. And then I would say that somebody on the other side that says you're now a Petri dish for this thing growing. Uh, because the less vaccinated people we have, the more chance it morphs into something else. It'll they also have away. they also have a valid argument. So there's no real. We just got to stop fighting with each other and let people be. There's that python. By the way, first guest in 20 years that I've ever had on the show that has uh, has sparked somebody to email me with the subject line in their um, email saying "kid dildo." <laughs> <laughs> Never been a thing before you showed up. 
Yeah. Oh, so man. are you worried at all, though? Because you had a bad case of the COVID. You know, here's the deal. I, uh, I'm, I, I've had a good run. <laughs> That's how I feel. You know, so, like, so who cares about long-term effects? I don't I, I don't want to die. I don't want like, I, I don't want to. But, like, you know what? It's going to happen. Yeah. So who cares? I just, you know, I'm, I'm rolling Look, the dice. What are you doing that needs to keep going? I'm breeding pythons. No. Are you, like, are, are you, <laughs> you listening? Are you keeping Your future is in breeding pythons. Really? Let's get in the box. Just you and I together. I get a couple of fire fires. I know you will. Yeah, we'll, we'll do I this together. A, I sell 10 or 12 yeah. fire fires. <laughs> What's the excitement there? <laughs> a couple in a hundred years, K. Oh, you got to haggle with some asshole over how much he's going to pay you for a python you've been working on for a couple of years. Yeah, you don't need this car. You're going to get in a fight. Well, I bet I carry. So <laughs> You're going to kill a man over a python <laughs> haggling. <laughs> And I and I, I need to carry because these these snakes are too. They're first of all they're not venomous, so they're constrictors. Right. But secondly, they're not big enough to really do some serious damage. Right, and you got to protect them now because you're carrying around stuff that's valuable. So you're gonna you're gonna. My prediction is uh, in the next eighteen months you're gonna shoot someone over a python. Wow, some squabble! I am excited to see how that rolls out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's going to be one of your hypnosis shows. You're going to be like, hey, I'm selling CDs, T-shirts, and a few pythons after the show if you guys want to go out. The improv's going to be like, we're not real big fans of the python sale, but that's Flip's deal. That's my merch. That's his merch. It's got Flip on the side. You made, see, yeah. you know, kind of like that, that, my body part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like your wang, which has been your merch up until now. You and your son, and your son's you know, standing out there doing that at age 18. He's going to shoot somebody over the python squabble. So, so I, got, I got the wang, right, tattooed in 2014. Yeah. Oh, do you know yeah. that not one woman in seven years has ever asked to see it? No, no, wait a second. Not that I would show it, but I'm just saying. You would show it. I probably would. If, if she was a good-looking woman. <laughs> a pig isn't going to see your wing. Because like, another buddy of mine who lives in I've asked to see it. Did you? Yeah, but you did, we were at a bar, so yeah, you didn't so. do it. There's a buddy of mine in the West Valley who actually, I think not only is that body part tattooed, but I think he did it to himself, I think. Oh, geez. And he said that women ask him all the time. Like, no can kidding. I see it? Yeah. So, like, you know, what's wrong with me? Didn't you tell me that the acids from a woman's body make it fade? God, I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. My, <laughs> my, my problem is I haven't seen acid since, like, 2018. Oh, so it's been a long, you, you need to go out and get some acid. So, the, uh, wait a second. So, I thought, weren't, I thought you were the one that told me that the best thing about a penis tattoo is the more you use it on a, on a lady... The more the ink it can wear like off, it, well, yeah, yeah. The whatever's like going patina. on in the friction. <laughs> yeah, it's patina. Yeah, it patinas. Did I did I tell you that I <laughs> that's I, a perfect I, word for it? I asked the tattoo guy if he would use like glow in the dark ink, and he said oh. no. But the reason why I wanted to is like when I was being intimate, I wanted to just, like shine light on it to really charge it up, so that so that when I was being intimate with like my wife, like yeah. in the dark, it would go Stacia, Stacia, Stacia. <laughs> right? It's like fashion. <laughs> it's it's a billboard, <laughs> and now it does it uh, without your wife. It's it a does glow it. Yeah, worm. It's a great idea. Have you so since the tattooed lady left, the one that caused yeah. all this trouble? Yeah. Yeah. You have not used it. Well, define used. Well, you know what I mean. You have you have uh, plunged and you've spelunked. Very, 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 very sparingly. <laughs> Ladies, if you want to help me with some tattoo Game removal. <laughs> yeah, tattoo removal acids necessary. Because you're not going to ever go to a, a guy and say, take this off. Because that's supposed to hurt twice as much as the tattoo. Well, no, I'm not going to do a laser. I mean, I yeah. would do a cover-up. You would oh, you cover know up your penis oh. tattoo with what? I, well, I just had a brilliant idea. Because oh. of the signature, the way it looks, I could have them go over it to make it look like a snake. You a fire fire. More advertising. A fire advertising. <laughs> Until you're in jail for shooting a guy because of a boa constrictor. And then, and you don't want to be in jail with a snake dick tattoo. I really don't want to be in jail. <laughs> oh, with I know, any but you're going there. <laughs> stick, you're, with, you, look, stick with the glow. Worm. What about this doesn't scream Florida man arrested dot, dot, dot. <laughs> boa constrictor salesman hypnotist. Flip yeah. Orly. Come on. Everything is a bad headline. I am moving to Orlando. This is a terrible idea. I have got to talk to you about it something eventually. Please listen to me. All right. Known you for too long. <laughs> Although the story, you know, you hear Brady Flip got arrested last night. He shot a guy over the at one of his hypnosis shows over the constrictor. Oh my gosh! And fire fires. Turns out some cop heard him about the kid dildo thing, and that was all bad. Oh, Flip, this is crazy. Well, it's always interesting. I uh, I'm at the tap. <laughs> yeah, he's at the improv all weekend long. If you want to meet a nice fella who's got a future in snake sales, there you go. Thursday night to, uh, this weekend. Then September. Where do you 2nd? go to sell snakes? There are reptile shows. Okay. You don't want to be hanging out there either. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a quality grouping. Like people, individuals who own snakes bother me. Groups who own snakes, I'm not interested What at about all. a guy who owns a group of snakes? Well, that's different. That yeah, would be you. That would be me. I would hang out with you. But the second I go to somebody's house and they see a terrarium or swords on the wall, I get nervous. 
I don't. You're gonna. I oh, I have guitars on the wall. That's different. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't play guitar, different. but I've got them on the wall. My guitars cry every day that they're in my house. They're like, why can't someone own us yeah. and play? Are they well? significant in any reason? They're decent guitars. No, no, but I mean, are they autographed or just nice? No, guitars? they're, they're just guitars I bought at a store. <laughs> and you just hung them up. Yeah, because they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you're just the weirdest human being alive. Is there uh, a name for the biz or is it just? Oh, the, God. I don't know yet. Kid okay. Dildo. Oh, Kid Dildo. I'm, would, ki- hi, I'm Kid Dildo. It's the worst Western <laughs> hero of all time. Hello, Hello Kid thanks. Dildo. Oh, you know what? He could Spokesman. be Marshall Silver's son. <laughs> Marshall Silver's boy. Kid Dildo. Yahoo. <laughs> you know Marshall Silver, right? Why do I know the name? Pat McMahon. Marshall Silver on the wall. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That's right. Yeah. I do know Marshall Silver. I'd... Did you know my kid? Okay. This goes back years ago. Uh, I became very friendly with uh, Pat McMahon, and, and he gave me a book of Aunt Maud stories. Of what? Oh, Aunt Maud, his yeah. character. And so, so I went home and I read him to my kid, and he loved him. This is when he was like six. And so he goes, Dad, I'm going to write an Aunt Maud type story. And he yeah. did. It was really. It was good. Oh, it was great. And did Pat get it? Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, that is up. This is a great story by my friend, <laughs> Flip Orley's son, Kid Dildo. He's <laughs> written an Aunt Maud project, Brady. Very exciting. You know, I'm not a grown man. I have progeria. I'm nine. <laughs> Pat should do the commercial with sna- snake yeah. sales. I'm Pat McMahon for Kid Dildo Boa Constrictor Sales. <laughs> you get to be friends with Pat McMahon. He won't have me over to the house. What? He Pat did McMahon, or did? No, Pat McMahon uh, has a friend who said they have game night at his house. <laughs> I roasted Pat. I did a roast of Pat McMahon as Pat McMahon. Was he there? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I destroyed him for 40 minutes with some of the – it was uh, – like I said – Made there, up. As, all right, yeah, yeah, I did makeup, makeup to dress solid. up like whatever. Oh, wow. And all the other people there were like Jude LaCava, the sports guy from Channel 10. and these Everybody was pretty tame. And I remember leaning to Tim Hattrick, who was the MC of the thing, and I'm like, Tim, you've heard my <laughs> my thing here. And he goes, you'll be fine. And I'm like – they're going to hate me. Like, I joked about his friends who killed themselves. I had, like, oh, it was terrible. It was a roast. You're supposed it's to. It's a roast. I went full heavy, and I'm just like, I'm just going to go for it. All these other people were making jokes about his hair, and, like, right. and I did not uh, hold back. And Pat was, like, he liked me. On him <clears throat> and the, just like a roast. Oh, every I other killed everybody. There. I killed everybody. And I thought that's what you're supposed to do. So at the end of it, uh, Pat's like, that was great. It was wonderful to finally meet you. The first time I met Pat McMahon, he actually said this to me because a friend Dave introduced me. He's Dave is John. He works over at the time I was at The Zone. And I just started, but I was doing okay. And he, and he said, no introduction necessary. I'm like, oh, you uh, – that's the pro- – well, thanks, Mr. McMahon. He's good radio finds me. And before the sentence was over, he had already started to turn away from me to go somewhere else. And I'm like, well, that douche. And I thought I was kind of mad at him. And then I get to roast him years later, and then I'm supposed to go to his house for game night. Right. And somebody at the place goes, oh, that guy's just going to come over and make fun of us. And he's like, is that real? Is this the way he always is? And I'm like, the roast wasn't fake. It was- no, he's going to come over and make fun of us. So I was uninvited. That, Which is good. I don't and really how did he end in. the roast? Uh, Never yeah, said first time ever. He goes, and Holmberg, f- you. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. That, and he never said that to anyone ovation. before. Yeah, oh, and the place blew up. That's amazing. Because I just, oh, that was terrifying. But I can't believe you're friends with him. He came to my show. And, no kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did he get hypnotized? No, he was in the audience. And then after the show, he came up to me and goes, I really liked your show. And I, again, I was born and raised in Phoenix, so I grew up watch, watching Wallace and Ladmo. Yeah, yeah. Was he uh, Captain Super at the show? Because when he goes through Alzheimer's, I think the outfits are coming back. <laughs> I hope they do. I love the outfits. You run around in Gerald outfit. Yeah, too. exactly. So, uh, I mean, it's weird because, I mean, I, I'm not going to name drop, but I've met a number of people in the entertainment business throughout the years. Yeah. And some I like and some I don't. And it's like, you know, I love your work or whatever. Right. And uh, and so Pat McMahon came up to me, and I grew up with him, you know. So so I fell to pieces. I was an idiot. I'm like, no oh my, kidding. Oh yeah, I was There's like a, Pat like, like a fangirl. Oh my god. Here's a gift card to Copenhagen. <laughs> Thank you, Flap. <laughs> so then, and then how's went, your roof? <laughs> Is this your wife, Stasia? I love what you've done to his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love evil Pat McMahon more than anything in the world. <laughs> he's, anyway so he's I, I don't know he's been I'm glad really, you and Pat hit it off he's been really nice to me so I, the, the, at one point we were talking I was doing his show and I'd mentioned that I, I had never got a Ladmo bag and that was really something that bugged yeah. me so uh, the next time I was in he gave me a Ladmo bag and I was like oh my god this is amazing and it was for like on air and then when we went to a commercial he took it back <laughs> what <laughs> no kidding yeah 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 and so I, and I I didn't want to say like I was heartbroken but I was heartbroken so, so <laughs> then the next time I came in he actually gave me a Ladmo bag and it was mine to keep Oh. And, and so, your kid uh, came running and goes, what's in it, Dad? You know, I, Is there a dildo in there? I, <laughs> <laughs> the old man give you his dildo? Boy butter? 
Your kid's going to love it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I get off on the Pat McMahon stuff. Who doesn't? Who? Uh, it's an odd sentence. Uh, Flip Orley's at the Tempe Improv. Uh, always good. Tonight only. Then you're coming back in September for a Thursday and then Saturday night. And Sunday. Thursday. And Sunday, right. Why not weekend. Friday? What happened to Friday? So because I took the, these five Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, um, somebody's already in it. They, they had booked someone for the Friday, so when they offered it to me. And again, I mean, I had a few people say, are you concerned with it being Labor Day weekend? People right. Leave time for Labor Day weekend. I'm like, well, the, the Valley's got like four million people. Yeah, there'll like, be a few left. Four million can't be leaving. And plus, uh, Sunday night will be a great show because people got nothing to do Monday. So exactly. this is all good. Tonight, so, people, here's the, here's the challenge. I'm putting down the gauntlet for the challenge. If you're still in the Valley. <laughs> right. Labor Day weekend, you got something to do with a mask, without a mask, with a yeah. vaccine, without a vaccine. I'm not requiring vaccine passports. I don't, Yet. you know, I'm not. You won't, but the club might. If the club does, uh, that's between them and, and their and their and their lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like I'm Joel, not. I don't think that counts. He's Jewish. I don't think that can happen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if they do that, then Flip will throw a fit, and it'll be awesome to watch. Here's the challenge I give you with Flip Orley because this is a fact. Go to a show twice in one weekend. Oh, I love that challenge. And the reason why is because you're going to be blown away at watching this guy ringmaster the nightmare two nights in a row. Because it's just it's something you've never seen before. It's not your regular stand-up, which I love stand-up comedy. But when you do it, it's, it's a challenge every night for you. And the way you manipulate and, uh, and navigate that stuff is Yeah, if you haven't Thank gone you. yet. Yeah. And the fun thing is if you've gone and you take someone that's never seen it. Yeah, it's great. It's- Awesome. And then go in next night and go watch this. You can go to two shows in a row and be like, I just watched four hours of two different movies, the same dude. It's yeah. like Jeff Goldblum, which is in your picture, evidently. I don't know why he's your promo <laughs> picture, but there he is. Uh, but there it is. Flip Orley at the 10 PR front. Leave us with words of wisdom, Flip. Um, oh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you should do uh, dating websites. Now you have to explain that. Well, we're we're going to take a break. Flip will explain that in a second. Now I have to know why. You giving dating advice is really, that's really that's kind of rich, not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you, you're staying. Flip. Can you stay? Uh, I, I can, like I can stay into the like next four hours. Well, that's a, that's unreasonable. That's pushing. <laughs> well, I was going to say ten more minutes, but all right. Well, we'll see. Well, somewhere in between those two <laughs> parameters, there we well, set up, uh, and it's ninety-eight KUPD. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what what what's causing it. KUPD. You can't say your pubic bone's sticking out at work. To anyone. Uh, anyway, this conversation that doesn't work. It. That doesn't work. <laughs> Did you say that to someone? Your pubic bone sticking out? I've thought it. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Flip Orley's <laughs> at the 10 p.m. Pro. Uh, what was the thing we were talking about right before? Dating. Dating websites. Dating, 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 your words of wisdom. Now I need to know why don't you like dating websites? So, well, first of all, uh, two nights ago. Uh, two ni- two nights oh, ago. this is within 48 hours. No, no, no. Well, two nights ago I, I woke up in a cold sweat because um, – and I, I'm a vivid dreamer, but uh, – Two nights ago, I dreamt that my ex-mother-in-law was hitting on me. Which one? Uh, number four. <laughs> number four. Yeah. Step on down. And, and it was really, it was really like I, I woke up sweating, but not in a good way, like a cold right. sweat. And so I thought, God, maybe I'm lonely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that, like I'm looking for companionship. Maybe yeah. that's my mind's way of, you know, like, you know, like when you're dreaming and you dream like you're, you go to the restroom and you're like, oh, that, that I, I think my mind's sending me a message. I should yeah. get up before. It was so sure. real. So this was a like a, a revelation yes. that if you're dreaming about your ex-mother-in-law. So I like, and maybe I want companionship. And then I thought, well, you know, how's that going to work? And then I thought about dating websites and I thought about my last experience, which was, which was horrible. I don't, did I ever tell you about that? Or the no? one where you had to fly back and forth? No. Oh, that one no. was terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. That was the one where that was just a girl you were talking with online. Yeah. And you ended up meeting in Florida or something? No, that's, no, I would. That's I, a different one? No, that was the, that one. escapades are brutal. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, so I, Ended up meeting this girl, and we were communicating back and forth uh, online. And then I was going to fly to meet her. Uh, I live in Lafayette, Louisiana, and um, for whatever reason, there was a period of time where, where airline tickets were half the cost out of Baton Rouge. So um, I said, you know, I'll drive the hour and I'll and I'll fly because it's half price. And so on the way there, I had horrific abdominal pain, like horrible <laughs> abdominal pain, and um, which I'd been having on and off for years, and right. I just ignored because I thought, you know, my body's stupid. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what a doctor would have said. Very medically sound. So I'm talking to a buddy of mine and he goes, don't get on a plane because I mean I had flop sweat. It was horrible. I was bent over you know, as I'm driving to Baton Rouge. He goes, it's an appendix and you're going you're gonna to die at 20,000 feet. I'm like, oh. you're being melodramatic. So I, I, <laughs> so I, I, get on the, I get on the flight and they shut the door and the pain ramped up to something I'd never experienced before. And so I stood up and the flight attendant goes, um, 
sir, you need to sit down. I go, you need to let me off the plane. She goes, we've shut the door. I go, you've got two options. Like you can yeah. let me off the plane right here or we can land at the first airport to let me off in an emergency situation. Yeah. <laughs> was that bad? Yeah, it was that bad. So they let me off the plane and here's how stupid I am. I saw the gate agent as I walked down the jet bridge and she goes, what's up? And I go, I'm having this horrible medical issue. But I should be fine tomorrow. Can I rebook? <laughs> You're trying to get your, yeah, yeah. You don't want to lose your. You don't want to lose your deal. It's probably one of those non-refundable tickets. Exactly. Yeah. You got to you move know. that. So, uh, so then uh, my buddy, I call my buddy up. I'm like, "You're right." I got off the plane. He goes, "Well, just go to the hospital in Baton Rouge." I go, "No, I'm going to go home." So I, so I'm driving back to Louisiana, uh, back to Lafayette, and there's a, a 19 mile bridge uh, between Baton Rouge and Lafayette. And so I'm talking to him, and all of a sudden I started getting like uh, um, uh, where like. My vision, or something? my vision was starting to like. Oh, yeah, the twisties. Yeah, like Simone Biles. It was horrible. Yeah, or yeah. worse because you know you've actually finished the drive. So I said to my buddy, "I go, I go. We need to hang up." He goes, "Why?" I go, "I really don't want your last memory to be of me hitting the guardrail." Wow. Yeah, and then he said, "Oh, does your vagina hurt?" <laughs> <laughs> Guys are such good friends. We're all so caring. It was really enough that kind of sustain sustained me. So I went, uh, I went to the hospital in Lafayette. And I was holding my side, but they took me right away because they go, it's close enough to your heart. It could be a heart issue. I'm like, dude, I know, it's not my heart. But they pushed me to the front of the line, and they did some x-rays and what, whatnot. And then the, uh, the nurse came in. She goes, sir, are you constipated? And I go, no. And she goes, well, I've seen the x-rays you are. <laughs> You're packed up. <laughs> Evidently. And so – but then the doctor came in. He goes, uh, he goes your, um, your uh, gallbladder uh, has become uh, gangrene. Ooh. And he goes, he goes, had you not been here, you'd have been dead in the next 24 No hours. kidding. Yeah, so my buddy was right. He just picked the wrong organ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close. So I, I was in the hospital for days, and they put me on an antibiotic drip just to get the infection under control before they could take uh, right. what was left of the gallbladder out. And they were giving me Dilaudid, um, which was delightful. That is good stuff. But um, nobody told me that you should have a good friend take away all your technology. Oh, boy. So I, uh, I was taking pictures of myself. And again, the gun had come off, and I couldn't figure out how to put it back on. So I just tied, I tied it around my neck, and it looked like a sundress. So I was taking pictures of myself, and I said, aren't I putting the sundress and putting it on like Facebook? Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is fun, fun stuff. So then this girl calls me from Florida, and she accused me of, of lying and that, uh, like leading her on. I'm like, I'm in the hospital. She's like, oh, you're okay. Sure you're right. right. Check my Facebook page. <laughs> but here's, the, here's my uh, – I can combat this. You're flying to see her, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You have this problem, this medical issue on the plane. Yeah. You get off the plane and you call your friend. You never once contacted her to say, I'm not coming. No, I did. I did once I got to the hospital. And got oh, okay. In. All right. That's always been missing from the story. I, that was the least important part of the <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm not calling her. I've always, I've always wondered how come you, she fall like, in the she mix. She was the bitch, no question, for doing that. But you never ever mentioned that you called her to say, "Hey, I'm not going to make it." I'm I having a medical, you know. Yeah, you got around got to, to it, it. Yeah. sure. But right away, it should be like the person you're going to visit probably let him know. Oh, I'm I just not got be. off the plane. Yeah, you're not. She yeah, didn't yeah, need I'm, to know. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't that important. She's not tattooed. It happened worthy. so oh. fast. And this is this is your advice. This is that's you in the gown. What are you doing? Oh my god. Yeah, but that's why uh, you think people – that story right there was Flip's way of saying don't use dating websites. Somehow or another, that's your dating website. Well, they had a, a, a recent one. Well, no, so, like. so I um, – one night it was on – this is a, uh, after one of the marriages ended. And um, and like every commercial on TV was like eHarmony and Match.com and Christian Mingle and, and Farmers Only. Right. And uh, I mean J-Dating and right. – I, I, so I, it's almost like when you're in high school and you break up with a girl and then every song in the radio is a breakup song. Or sure. So uh, um, uh, eHarmony was like, take our, take our quiz, find your match for free. And I'm like, whatever, I'm in. So it was like midnight. And it was like a 75-question quiz. And I answered every question like honestly. Right. It took me like two and a half hours. And then it said, uh, it said what's your zip code? And I gave it and go, what radius would you travel to, to date? And I thought, well, I'm traveling a bunch. Let's say the whole country. Like let's <laughs> cast right. a wide net. <laughs> Everybody is targeted. <laughs> There's a, like in 300 million people or half which are women and then maybe less because 18 and over. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Cast a wide net was enough. I would cast a wide yeah. net. So uh, then there was uh, the wheel of death as it's thinking. Yeah. Right. And then like two, three minutes later, it came back. I kid you not, eHarmony, uh, we feel like no one in the country is appropriate for you. <laughs> <laughs> what answer do you think you needed to change? Uh, yeah. Probably the, at the point, that point, the four or five divorces. Oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, they said, have you been divorced? And I go, yeah. And how many times? Like, you know, a bunch. <laughs> a load. So a then handful. I, then I went to match.com and I, I did the same thing. They have much fewer questions, a much easier thing to do. 
And then there's two ways when you do online dating. There's two things you can do, which is the, here's the kind of gal I'm looking for. Right. Or you go, here's who I am who's looking for me. Right. right? Oh, okay. And so I did with Match. I go, I just, I'm throwing it out there. Here, here's who I am who's right. looking for me. They sent me five pictures, all transvestites. No kidding. And I don't even mean pretty ones. I mean like dudes that played like on the line in the high school of football that put on an ill-fitting dress and a bad wig. And? That's science. That's Match.com. Yeah. That's the one that uses science. So I sent uh, – I, I screenshotted all of them. I sent them to my buddy, the same one. I was like, does your vagina hurt? Right. <laughs> and so I, I sent him those pictures. I said, this is who Match wants to pair me up with. And my phone rang immediately. And I go, hello. And he goes, dude. Oh, dude. They're dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather that you did all of your friend stuff to Pat McMahon. Now you send him all that stuff, and that would be great. Does your vagina hurt, Flip? <laughs> Go to the hospital, you woke pussy. <laughs> I would love it if Flip was your your go-to guy for all these things. The Pat. Dude, those are dudes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the Pat McMahon voice of reason is my thing. Well, I guess that's good advice that for you not to use dating apps. I, uh, I am taking my advice. You know, where do you think meeting women is a good idea? Uh, for me? Yeah. At the workplace. Well, so far, over. But let's say like, yeah, at the workplace. Andrew Cuomo's uh, in, um, in-house dating. I, at this point, I'm probably thinking of like the bunny ranch. You think just prostitutes? I don't know. Point. Are you going to just lean on that from here on out? No. I, Will you get married again? No, that I can say no. You said that at four. Yeah, you know what? So I'm not. I'm not believable. I'm not, <laughs> I, am, I am not a credible witness. You said that at four in front of five while she sat in this room. Yes. Never again. Yeah. That's it. And then five became five because she was amazing. She was amazing for the first year. Yeah. And yeah. then bananas. and then and then less so as time went by. <laughs> <laughs> you steady as a rock. She all over the road. I have found that uh, as it as it seems, except for my male friends with yeah. women anyway, I've got about a one year shelf life. Uh, that's it. Before you tire of them? No, other way around. Oh, okay. They're like, you know what? We really thought your behavior was cute, but you know, yeah, it wears thin. Yeah. yeah, I fear that's me. And I keep telling people, it's like, here's the deal. Like, the maturity ship has sailed without me on purpose. I didn't get on purpose. Like, but <laughs> right. there, there's all kinds, like, if you're looking for growth, I am, I don't have the capability of growth. Like, what you see is, <laughs> this is what gonna you This is going to be this way all the time. So, and they're like, oh, and then like a few months later, like, dude, like, you are not maturing. But don't you see that that's a challenge to them? If you're the oh, one that, yeah. if you're the one that, like, you're the Warren Beatty, you're the one that will change for them and become this responsible guy who just sits in. Yeah, and you're the one that stops being flip, the I'm one not, that they loved. I'm not that. Why, why would you want to be with me if you want to change me? That's the challenge. They don't really like us. Well, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I have discovered that is. A, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but That's me. A fact. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't like us. They want us to be, uh, they, they like who they met, and right. then they want uh, something. And then else. they want something different. Yeah, and that's fine. So, ladies, if you would like to help me with an acid removal, <laughs> yeah, and there's plenty of, and there's plenty of ladies in Yerba. Four, would you would you ever date a woman who's been divorced five times? Uh, I, I dated a woman who was divorced four times. No kidding. Yeah, and it didn't work. Out. Yeah, <laughs> that's nine between you. Yeah, that's awesome. And it, Why didn't that work? Just you both got tired of each other probably at the same time. We just decided, I think that um, that we were better off being friendly. Yeah. Well, that's great. She was divorced four times. Yeah, we have a lot in common. Yeah, you do. You got, you should hook up. Now, Match.com should have sent you that. That would have Did been she perfect. have a penis? Because that would have been perfect according to the website. If she did. It felt great. She had it removed before I met her. Okay. Or it's tucked in a way that I've never seen before. How do you feel about that <laughs> pregnant man and a people family issue we talked about this morning? You know, I, I – I, I, here's the deal. Anybody can do anything they want, blah, 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 whatever, and, and, and I'm all – about, you know, identify how you want. Right. I just don't want to have to play along. Exactly. That's the key to it. I can watch. I'm not going to hurt you and I'm not going to yell at you, but I just don't have to like it. I don't care. Right. I, I'm, and like it I'm, doesn't mean you hate them. If you I don't, don't hate them. Play along. Even if I do, so what? Well, I know, but, but yeah. the minute you say, I don't want to play along, oh, it's because you hate them. Maybe. No, if I hate someone, it's because of, <laughs> but there's a problem. It's, it's their personality. Exactly. It's not how they identify. Yeah. You know, I don't care how you identify. Like, I don't, if, if there's someone who says, I'm going to attack helicopter. Right? It's like, well, I'm not going to call you one. I mean, you feel free to feel. <laughs> I'm going to feel free to. No, no, that's their identity. Like I identify. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, like more power to you. If that's what makes you happy, like yeah. I, I'm not. I don't see it. I'm not playing along. But good for you. That used to be called crazy. See, I yeah. keep my eye on that. If somebody yeah. thinks they're a helicopter, I immediately don't like them because they're going to get me in trouble. Well, I, I don't necessarily dislike them. I just I, I will keep an eye on them. I do. You know, I don't like anyone that identifies as a helicopter. I will say that right away. 
I'm pretty sure we're not going to be friends. This is my girlfriend. It's Camaro. Yeah, she likes yeah, to be called Z28. I'm a warthog. Really? You're an A10? Good yeah, for you. Okay, good for you. Yeah. We're not going to be friends because you're insane, and I try to keep away from that as best I can. But be that as it may, yeah. and, and you know, I mean, I don't, I don't understand all these new identifications, you yeah. know, but I'm old and whatever. Um, but I'm pro- like it be. I mean that stupid phrase, "you be you." Like, but but be happy. Yeah, be, be happy. Do but it. I got to stop blaming everybody for age. It's not a bad thing to get older and not and not grasp all this stuff. Like yeah. they tr- they try to make it seem like it's a bad thing. That you have to get older and like, wait a minute, this is new. Yeah. No, I so don't, what? I don't. I don't have a. Pro- I I just want to be left alone. Pregnant men. Yeah. Are never going to be normal to me. Well, so you're an Arnold Schwarzenegger hater. <laughs> that's exactly right that's julius was it julius no that was twins what was his Those name in that one? yeah i forgot but you're right yeah pregnant man is always going to turn my head i'm always going to i'm breastfeeding pregnant men and women with beards are always going to be something i turn and go whoa Who that's knew always that going to be arnold schwarzenegger was so forward thinking he was way ahead of his time <laughs> i'm pregnant look at me over here with a baby in my belly my uterus is expanded out through the semen into the whole thing with the eggs and i have all that Look at it, dickwad. Look at this dickwad. Look at it go. <laughs> I'm going to give birth through my penal canal, peel it back like a banana. So anyway, yeah, I, it's always going to – that's the thing. Wow, that was a tangent. I love that. I know I went off a little bit. I love that you said that. It's like, look, you do whatever you want. It doesn't yeah. mean I have to be like totally kosher with everything. That, and that's the thing that bothers – like I don't – that's like someone going, I don't believe in hypnosis. Okay, well, that's because you're, you're, a, you're a hypnosisist. You don't have to like Flip you Show. You don't have to like me. You don't have to like my show. Yep. You don't have to believe what I do is real. I don't care. I've said it for years. Even though our ratings are really good here, uh, if we're like 15 shares, which is really big, that means 85% of the city doesn't like us. Which is fine. Totally cool with that. I'm not mad at them. They probably are right half the time. I know four, five women who were willing to marry me, and all five don't like me. That's right. <laughs> Things change. Things change. <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, we're going to do the entertainment drill. Flip's sticking around for that, too, because he can stay for four hours. He might hang out with Larry all day. Who knows? It's 98 KUPD. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.